0: Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Welcome everyone, I hope you're having a fabulous day. Um, I talk about junk journals, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. Where is Sunny? He's in the living room, I'm in the craft room. Sunshine. Oh, now he's over here. Come here, buddy, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Okay, now we're all in the craft room and the family is gathered. Good. All right, that's awesome. Okay, so something a little different today. Um, Sometimes I go into my comments section on YouTube and I answer your crafty questions but today I could go into the comments section and um, touch base with people who just leave messages that don't necessarily have questions but they are comments and I thought you know I want to also touch base with those folks so let's see what you're all thinking and saying because I love I love touching base with you and finding out what's going on in your imaginations and your brains and your minds and that kind of stuff. So we'll just start from the top and go down. Kelly Fur says, "I don't buy the expensive distressing. I use shoe polish that has a sponge on the end." I think that's very creative and resourceful, Kelly. Um there are all always alternatives and um one of my mantras is, never let the lack of a craft supply stop you. That's right. You get, you get around your house and you start looking for alternatives. And there's a lot of things that you can use to create the color brown if you want to ink or distress or, um, um, you know, make something look grungy or steampunky. You can use coffee. Instant coffee is great. Um, you can use, like, concentrated instant coffee. Um, A little bit of the crystals and a tiny bit of water and just dab a sponge and just lightly touch the sides of things. You can use shoe polish, as she mentioned. You can use makeup. I've used foundation and things like that before. A lot of makeup will... Some will smudge after, but some will actually set. It's designed to do that so when you touch your face, it's not necessarily going to come off on your hand. So if you know your makeup, if you're a makeup gal, you just get in there and you play with your makeup and you find out which might be suitable. Um, yeah I I would say that that is a good starting place to think about things like that there absolutely you don't have to use distress ink although (laughs) excuse me the little square pads of distress ink might be the same cost as the original makeup or the shoe polish just have to kind of go with the flow maybe you find shoe polish in the dollar store and you're gonna beat the distress ink price or maybe You're going to find makeup in the Dollar Tree and that's going to be your regular makeup price. Okay, so there you go. Um, Always thinking with the alternative hats on. Okay, so Donna Swisher says, "Uh, hey, late to the party, but at least I didn't totally miss it. Pam, you are such a hoot. Your nature art is adorable. She's referring to uh, the video that just came out called Got Leaves, how to make simple embellishments for your junk journals. Um, I would imagine this is a forest creature fairy or mother nature maybe oh that's a great idea fairy or mother nature she would also make a great mermaid Um, I think she might look cute made from fake leaves silk or paper great alternatives Donna that's right don't let the lack of a leaf stop you Um, you can always um, use fake leaves silk leaves as she mentioned you could cut your own leaves out of paper draw them you could cut them out of magazines Uh, maybe you can find leaf pictures in a book Um, yeah. You are unlimited and unbridled as you should be. It's a good place to be. Uh, Robin's mail order addictions says, good morning, Pam. Thank you for your video. Such a neat idea. She's referring to the same video. Got leaves. Um, I feel like kids would totally love doing this. Hey, hey, I'm a big kid and I totally love doing it. Aren't we all? Right? Um, I'm going to try and email you on your newsletter. Okay. totally addicted to junk journaling and watching your videos oh that's awesome um, I understand the obsession mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I just showed a good friend my videos my, my videos she came into my house and um, it was her first time over and uh, so I showed her my coffee table full of my old junk journals showed her my little craft room and then I showed her like like the fundal operation upstairs <laughs> I think she thought it was kind of funny. Uh, I was still trying to wrap her head around what on earth a junk journal is. Um, I, Okay, Lourdes said, I think I might try this with pressed fall leaves or flower petals. What a great idea, Lourdes. This could totally be done with flower petals. Um, I have a little quickie drying tool called the microflur. You put it in your microwave, you basically squash some leaves in between these two plates with padded like felt pads, and it Did I say leaves? I meant petals. And you can get dried flowers really fast, like within minutes, and um, this would be really pretty with dried flowers. We should try that. Okay, I actually have a pen and paper close to me. So I'm going to write down um, fairy people, we'll just call them fairy people, with dried petals. We haven't done that yet. That's cool. I love that idea. Thank you. Oh, you guys are so inspirational. This is fun. See, this is where all the good ideas live in your comments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm discovering this. Um, Glenda Crouch asks, uh, Pam, that was so cool. Yes, you blew my mind. haha uh-huh, I cracked myself up. But believe it or not, you actually pulled it off. I know. I kind of surprise myself sometimes. But, and I think it's because I have no choice. I have to do something with it because the camera's rolling. Um, and... Uh, uh, Sally's got it going on. I named my little figure, um, my little fairy person, Sally. Uh, leave, leaves, who knew? Hmm, I live in very dry southwest Oklahoma. I wonder what a person can come up with using a tumbleweed. I love that. Um, uh, that is awesome. And, and, and she's cre- thinking creatively out of her box. She's looking out her window to see what she actually has. She has tumbleweeds. And I'm, I'm so excited to see what you come up with. Um, I think tumbleweeds are cool. We don't have tumbleweeds here in Florida, but I have seen them. I've seen them rolling down the road, and I think they're really cool in other states. So, there you go. Can't wait to see what you come up with. Um, uh, let's see what else he's saying. Oh, Sweet Peas Crafting in the Burb says, hi, Sis and Sunny. Well, this was definitely different, but well worth the watch. Um, oh, that is sweet. Thank you, Sweet Pea, and hello to you in Australia. Um, let's see if we can find another comment here. I think we can. Uh, Twyla Chumway asks or not asks says, "Haha, I wish we had leaves. They're still under the snow. Oh, I feel for you, sweetie. Your time is coming. It's we're creeping towards summer. It's gonna happen. Um, maybe today there will be. I think I could use houseplants. Oh, great alternative. Yeah, I mean." Yeah, just sneak up to your houseplant it when it's not looking and grab a few leaves. Um, yep, I could do that. Yours turned out very chic. Oh, thank you. Very chic. <laughs> Sally, you're looking chic. Um, that is funny because um, I look at it, I think it looks like a two-year-old made it. But I think she's got sass and, um, you know, she was born uh, yesterday and I think that's awesome. So she's she's got she's got sassitude now. And let's see what else we've got going on here. Semiology, green. Not, not in northern Minnesota, what leaves are left over from the fall are brown, but they are nice and pliable because they're sopping wet from snow melt. Thank you for being creative and thinking outside of the box. You're absolutely right. You just dig down in that snow and there's a bunch of very nice, pliable, very wet leaves that just need to be you know, pressed in between a couple tea towels with a book on them. They'll dry nice and flat. And uh, you can actually make your cuts when they're wet, so they don't crumble on you. Um, That's a nice alternative as well. So yeah, thank you for pointing that out. And way to think in a positive, uh, forward-moving direction. I admire you. Rose's Nature said, I couldn't wait to get string. So I used floss. Worked great. Oh, way to go. Um, I think she's talking about making a junk journal from an old book. Uh, Absolutely, if you are looking for something strong to sew your signatures into your maybe you have a book cover or you're creating a spine dental floss like the good stuff not the el cheapo stuff but the, the the good stuff is very strong. I, I, I would almost say even like the old fashioned stuff today, it's often this plastic stuff, but if you can get the stuff that is actually dental floss, you know, like it has, it almost separates into different little stringlets, you know what I mean? Like, like the re- dental floss, the way we used to remember, not the weird stuff today, but um, that stuff I have used many times to sew a junk journal together. It is extremely strong. A uh, one caveat is if you tie it too tight, it will start to razor cut the holes closer together so snug but not tight is the tension that you want holding your signatures in place if it's too loose your signatures are going to migrate north and south if it's too tight it's going to razor cut and make those holes bigger and they're going to want to pull together so snug but not tight that is the best advice I can give you with that one but yeah way to go rose rose yeah rose um uh oh what's that okay um i Pistol Annie says, I would love to have those brooches you have on there. Oh, um, she's talking about things that are hanging from a spine dangle. Now, in the world of junk journaling, sometimes we like to get a little creative and decorative with what we put on the outside of our junk journals. And we make something sometimes called spine dangles, which is basically a giant tassel, or it's not always giant. It can be big, small, long, short, totally up to you, but it can be, um, something that clips onto the spine and then hangs down. And from that point on, it is like your Christmas tree. You can decorate it as you will any way you like. And I must've had some old brooches on there. Um, she says, I have an infinity, uh, an affinity for old brooches. I collect cameos, uh, and form necklaces, earrings, and pins old jewelry is awesome to use on junk journals it's very decorative and pretty it has a obviously a, often a metallic feel not always but um, it also gives different texture and um, it's fun to, you can use it as closures on your um, journal cover you can use it uh, like a whole mess of different things hanging from a spine dangle it's great to use um, broken jewelry. Let's say you have um, a set of earrings and they're just costume jewelry or something and you lost one. What to do with that lone soldier? Well, you can either get a, you know, a, a third piercing in your head or body somewhere, or you can put it to good use and put it on a spine dangle for a junk journal, which is always fun. And it gives it new life and it can shine in the sunlight and reflect off it. It's really pretty. If you don't know where to get broken jewelry, try eBay. You can buy it by the pound. You can buy it. And um, I would say it's good money, it's good value for the money. I mean, I haven't had a bad deal on that and I bought, I would buy it in big poundage, like like 25 pounds, 40 pounds, and obviously then I, I had enough and I had to stop buying it. But um, it gives you a nice selection of uh, pieces to go through and you can break necklaces and use the beads and stuff like that. Uh, you can also buy just gold and silver colored things. Um, and every once in a while, Um, you're actually going to be the recipient of some real gold or real, I can't promise this, but this happened to me. Um, you will find some real gold and real silver mixed in because maybe as these people are sorting these massive piles, they don't sort through every little thing and you'll find some. So maybe it'll even make you money. Like what you spent on it won't be as much as what you could cash it in for. If you find some real gold and silver, it does happen. Don't think it doesn't. It, it's probably happened. It doesn't happen with every box, but it happens, um, I would say for me, one out of five times, there would be a little something, a little gold earring, a little, and it could be gold plate. I don't know. I didn't test it, but I, I put the stuff over there that I thought looked like real gold and maybe, maybe I'm over promising because I don't truly know if it's real gold or silver. I don't have that kind of vision, but it looked like it. Or, oh, you know, with the silver, I found the stamp. I found the 925 stamp so I think that's pretty good or I found maybe with the gold I found the 14k or the 10k or something like that where I was like oh this is gold so I had more belief that it was real but not direct confirmation because I didn't gold test or silver test but just putting it out there if you want to go on a fun adventure um, order some boxes and see what you find. buying um, let me know if you find anything good I'm just, I'm just curious um, Lisa Mora says you're very enjoyable to watch. Thank you, Lisa. You're so sweet. Um, uh, oh, um, Pistol Annie said the letter with the black border was used during morning. Oh, that's interesting. Like morning, um, grieving morning. Um, it was in a video called junk journal, flip through vintage journal, shabby chic journal postage. Boy, that was a great title, Pam. That was wonderful. How you came up with that one. That was, that was dandy. Um, yeah trying to work on those keywords that YouTube likes us to use Um, all the fun behind the scenes right yeah Uh, Angelica Zabo says is your printer good to photocopy fabrics are the colors accurate my printer makes fabric color faint and like a light blue looks gray so I need a new printer to photocopy pattern fabrics Between you and Gail Agostinelli, I am now hooked on junk journaling. I'm watching you, lovely ladies. I'm crafting along with you. Oh, that is so nice. I love Gail. She's such a sweetheart. And uh, she's a really good junk journaler and crafter. Everybody check her out. You probably already know her. She's awesome. Um, when you do something I like, I make a quick, I make one quickly with just white paper and right... No- okay, so FYI, about photocopying fabrics. Um, fabrics can have copyright. So if you're planning on selling... Make sure that it has no copyright on it, um, just FYI. If you're just photocopying it because you want to make stuff for your own self, or your own junk journal, and you're just gifting it or, you know, that type of thing or keeping it for yourself, no problem at all. But if you plan on selling it, just be aware that uh, fabrics, if you photocopy them, they do, some do carry copyright. Just do your due diligence. Um, Kathy Brown, uh, she's referring to the how to make a junk journal step-by-step do-it-yourself tutorial for beginners. Um, It's a series uh, in my playlist under junk journal construction. She said, such a wonderful series of videos. I have watched others who are very very good but you are my favorite. Oh that's sweet. Thank you. Um, There's a lot of really talented junk journal makers out there. I highly recommend you watch everybody because you're gonna pick up a little tip or a little trick from everybody and um, we all approach it a little differently. We all have our little ways of doing things. We all have our... We all have things... We, we all... We don't know each... You know, like, I've learned so much from other people. Always keep your... your you guys... We all have access to so many teachers, and that's such a blessing. Um, and it's also a gateway to make beautiful friends. So thank you. I just love the fact that so many of us are out there making books. We're just making books. Um, what a great thing to do, right? Making books. Leave a legacy. Probably be here longer than we will. Um, Uh, Lisa Garbo said, absolutely love your positive spin. It's nice to see a real person being themselves through the fumbles and wins. Your inked fingers make me laugh every time. Love you, Pam, and your inspirations. Okay. Am I the only one with inked fingers? I mean, because like I am covered in ink and glue when I'm crafting. I just feel like I need to get in there and get covered. And I think it's because I don't like to wait for glue to dry. I just keep motoring through and I just get it everywhere. I probably use too much glue. It over, it squirts out under the object I'm using. And I, next thing you know, and I'm, if I'm inking like crazy, I'm covered. I'm just covered from head to toe. I have to wear clothes that, you know, they know that they're going to possibly be inked. But actually most of my clothes, when I get, I definitely get ink on my clothes. When they go in the wash, the ink comes out because this distress ink, And even the Distress Oxide ink, I don't think I've had anything permanently inked that hasn't come out, because I don't use um, those inks that are permanent, you know, like those, uh, what are they called, on, and there's other ones, I forget the names, but um, yeah, they're permanent, waterproof, that kind of stuff. I like the, I like the easy, just simple Distress inks, um, and they're easy to clean up. It's easy, easy to clean up your mat, even though my mat's always a mess. Um, although my mat doesn't have the glue buildup it used to. You know, it was here, the glue buildup was from like cranking out tons of journals. And um, like sometimes I would make a bunch of just plain writing journals to sell. And those would be, it would be a lot of glue work, folding, pushing, squeezing, and the glue would go everywhere. And my craft mat would just take the brunt of it. And I didn't have the sense to cover my craft mat. Nope. There was no sense here, no sense present at all. It was just like a, a bat in a belfry flying around in my head and just like, "Get her done." And the glue everywhere. Um, okay, Jan B says, "Super cute. You are too. keep up keep it up on your videos." Okay, that's sweet. Glenda Crouch says, "Okay, Pam. Oh, I know when we start like that. I'm already in trouble." Okay, Pam. You have oh, okay. Uh, you have me completely addicted to creating journals and paper. Oh my, I'm a quilter, and I'm overloaded with scraps of fabric. Now nothing will ever make it into the wastebasket without me looking at it twice. Help. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the fold, Glenda. That's right. That's right. I want you all to never, uh, you'll never be able to get rid of anything ever again. Oh my God. Um, yes, everything has a possibility, um, and, but everything has to have ebb and flow. So it has to come in and go out, come in and go out and um that's my biggest challenge too. I love to bring it in. Oh boy, I can bring it in with the best of them, but I got to learn it's got to go out too. So it is helpful to um have movement of your stuff and and be brave and look in those little boxes and cubbies that you've shoved stuff, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, "I'll just stick it here for now and I'll do something with it later." Yeah, go in those deep dark recesses and have a rummage around and you'll be shopping at home. You'll be literally shopping at home using your own stuff up and that's that's a good thing to do. I'm I'm just looking around at my craft room, shuddering at these little, many little drawers I have full of stuff that I, I just need to shop at home for a while. Yep, that's the way it's gonna go. So, Sonny, you doing well? I'm doing well, Mom. Everything's fine. Okay, he's he's good. Um, it looks like we're having a dandy day here. I hope you are too. I'm wishing you all the best, and we will talk very soon. Happy crafting, everybody! Till next time. This is the Paper Outpost podcast.